so before i start i just want to let you guys know that as a kid i was a very stubborn child like i really wonder how my parents did not throw me away like throw me somewhere because i know myself that i cannot deal with a child that was like me hi guys good morning afternoon evening whatever time it is you are listening to this podcast how have you guys been it's been i think two weeks i wasn't really counting it's been two weeks since i last released an episode but it feels like five months it feels like i've not done anything in a really 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 long time but i'm here now so how how has everything been I hope Sakwa is not dealing with you guys too much because as for me, I still winning the battle against Sakwa. Sakwa zero and ninety nine. <laughs> I'm just joking. That was a joke. Please send money xx. Um. So, I took a break. Yeah, you know, school was so stressful and overwhelming, and everything was like my brain was getting muddled up, and. You know, I just decided to like take a break and relax. And I'm not exactly a pro, a professional at time management. And I also wanted to re- reach a specific number of plays on my last episode. So I just, you know, decided to like take a week off. And I think that week turned into two weeks. I'm not exactly sure. But yeah, I'm here now. This is the sixth episode. So today I was going to talk about something entirely different, something, something educating, but you know, it's still in the works. So I just decided to do a story time instead. So yes, I'm going to be telling a story of something about something that happened to me when I was young. I think when I was seven or six. So before I start, I just want to let you guys know that as a kid, I was a very stubborn child like i really wonder how my parents did not throw me away like throw me somewhere because i know myself that i cannot deal with a child that was like me when i was a child and unsurprisingly i am a calm person right now not exactly calm like i'm just reserved but as a kid i was like i don't know rebellious i basically made life i was so i was so troublesome i never i was never gentle and when people who knew me as a kid see me now they'll be like they'll try to remind me about some things i did when i was young i'll be like the embarrassment on my face is always so hard to hide because sometimes i really cannot believe that i did all those things when i was young so today i'll be telling the story about how i drove my father's car into our neighbor's fence (laughs) yes i drove my dad's car into my neighbor's fence because oh my god i really wanted to be a badass driver when i was young like those movies really messed with my mind like fast and furious yes i wanted to fly with a car and i was just seven i think i was seven i wanted to you know do all those things that they were doing in movies like they were really so intriguing 
I really loved, I loved those kind of movies. I've, I've always loved those kind of movies. And, you know, I wanted to be like a real life Dominic Torrendo. I wanted to fly with cars. I wanted to do Fast and Furious, you know. Like, I was a child, so I really did not know what I was doing. I was stupid. Kids are stupid. I was stupid. So, um, I always practiced with my parents' manual car. Because um, my dad my dad loves manual cars. I have no idea why. But my dad loves manual cars. So every time, you know, my mom stopped somewhere to get something. Or maybe to greet someone. And I was in the car. I would pull the... Is it J? I think, I, yeah. Is it the J? I, really, I, can, I cannot remember what exactly I pulled. But I would pull it and then I would pull it back to park so the car would move a bit <laughs> and you know i would smile like yes i'm getting there very soon i'll be a driver you know stuff like that i really did not know what i was doing so like it happened like a lot of times and my mom my mom did not know because whenever i saw her coming i would quickly i would quickly run to the back seat and there was one time my young my sister was in the car she was young then and she was just looking at me like what was this one doing i'm sure in her baby mind she was like hope this one doesn't want to kill me now but you know it was i was already mastering the art of like pulling the um i really do not know part of a car i don't know i think it's a jail or is it a brick i don't know but I I had already mastered the art of, like you know, making the car move just a bit. So there was this particular day. My mom went for a promotional interview, so I was me and my siblings were left with my dad at home, and so I was watching TV. And then my dad said I should go and bring his laptop bag from the car because he left it in the car, and so. I entered the car and the laptop bag was at the back, but I entered through the front. And I was about to pick the laptop bag and then I just looked at the steering. I looked at like the driver's side and I was like, wow, this is my chance to practice everything that I've seen on TV, everything that I've learned on TV. This is my chance to practice. And I was smiling so sheepish, like, I don't know maybe i was possessed i do not know why i did that but i sat down on the driver's seat pushed the chair back like to reverse and then back to park like i just did that front and back stuff so like it moved a little and then it went back and i was like okay time to go full blast and then i stepped on the throttle and i swear to god the car was moving back i i was like <laughs> i was pushing the jam everything trying to make the car stop it wasn't stopping it was moving back like it kept moving back it went out of the compound because um it was like an open compound it went out of the compound 
and into our neighbor's fence. I was so scared. Like, and then I was hearing, and the um, the mirror broke, the screen broke, and I was hearing glass shatters everywhere, and I could not move. Like, I was frozen in the car on the driver's seat. In the driver's seat, I was frozen. I could not move. I could not do anything. I was just frozen. And I was so surprised. I was so shocked. And when I like got back to my senses, the first thing that came to my mind was, my father is going to kill me. <laughs> and so immediately, you know, the car um went into our neighbor's fence. My dad came out like almost immediately. And then the look on his face, like horror, shock, like a mix of different emotions. And then I was just looking. I did not know what to do. Like, I could not do anything. I was just sitting there. And it took him like a minute before he finally came down, pulled me out of the car and beat me. God. And the worst thing was that he could not like beat me a lot because he was too shocked to like beat me. But he gave me like two spanks and immediately he asked me to go and kneel down inside he had to come my, my mom had to come from an interview you know they called a lot of church members you know african parents now nah. they called everybody and then i remember this particular pastor coming i was kneeling down and he was like what pushed me to do i was like the devil's work like typical child now you blame the devil i was like it's the devil's work and you know they were talking about how they were going to take me to church for deliverance and everything and I was like crying. I was really crying. Because I do, I really do not know what came over me. I just wanted to try. You know, I saw it on TV. I did not think that I did not know that they were stunts. You know, I thought that they were things that people actually do. Like people drive like that. Because my mom, my mom speeds a lot. So like it was really fascinating seeing my mom speed and like watching those things on TV. So I like I really wanted to try it out, and I did, and the outcome was bad. I did not eat that night because I was so ashamed to eat. Because I felt like if I if I had eaten that night, my mom would be like, "Eh, so you can see it even after everything you've done, you can see it. You still have the mouth to eat." So I did not eat, and I could not stay. I could not stay in the room because then, like. If, you know, if I offended anyone, I could not stay in the... I had to stay in the living room, bear the shame. <laughs> and, you know, it was so... I was so embarrassed in front of my own family. My sister, I'm very sure my sister was happy because we are not exactly friends at that time. I'm very sure she was so happy. I'm sure she was happy that something like that happened. You know, I was my my parents were calling family members, family friends, and everything, and it was so embarrassing because people kept coming to the house. Um, my my dad had to like pay for fixing the neighbor's fence and everything. <laughs> Every time I remember that um that particular incident, it's so funny to me, but then it stops getting funny when even after like. 12 years, 12 years, some people still call me pilot in church. 
because the next Sunday, basically everyone was calling me the pilot and the pilot and the pilot, because I drove my daddy's car. Everyone was calling me and the pilot, and it was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed because please stop. You're making me remember. I don't want to remember. It is an incident that I forever want to flush from my memory. If I had the if I had the chance to, I would, I would choose not to remember that I drove my dad's car. But unfortunately, we don't have that luxury. So it was, it was, it was so embarrassing. And this is something that I don't think I'll ever forget. Because even if I try to, which is not possible, there would still be people that, you know, would try to remind me, try to tease me. And I'm so surprised that my parents, like, I've never referred to that incident. Like, it's 12 years. And, you know, typical Nigerian parents would remember things that you did, like, 40 years ago. But I'm surprised my parents never referred to that incident. And you know the funny thing? Like, some years later, my sister did the same thing with my mom's car. Drove my mom's car into another neighbor's fence. <laughs> And I'm very sure that at this point, my brother did the same thing too. But then, luckily, um, my dad was around. So, I really do not know how the car stopped or anything. But I know that my brother did the same thing. At this point, I'm sure that our neighbors think that we are probably cursed or something. <laughs> That's how stubborn we are. I'm sure the neighbors think we are probably cursed something because my dad has had to like fix two neighbors fences because i rammed the car into one my sister rammed the car into the other and it's just so funny because you know my family is just so i don't know how to explain it but then none of the children are calm like every child is stubborn in my family and so every time i remember this thing i'm like wow you did that you have a legacy like if i ever have kids i'm definitely telling them the story because i think that they deserve to they deserve to know that their mom was cool when she was young and like yes my kids deserve to know that their mom was a very cool person and i was just thinking about it and TV, movies, they definitely do have an impact on kids watching. Because imagine me at that young age. I thought I thought that, you know, I could do the things that I was seeing on TV. I have no idea why I was watching those kind of movies at a young age. Because I know that I wasn't supposed to watch those kind of movies. But I was. I think maybe I was thinking to watch them. But I don't know. But movies and shows definitely... They definitely have an impact on kids watching so um people should be mindful of what their kids watch what their kids see on tv because at age seven i thought that i could be a badass driver but now i know better after that incident i knew better um I think I was banned from watching TV at a point because, you know, after questioning and everything, they discovered that it was what I saw on TV. So I think I was banned from watching TV at a point. I really cannot remember. But 
um if you're listening to this i think that censoring what your kids should watch is like a really good thing which is why there are actually um um when you see a movie you see um snl or pm um, parental guidance or you know stuff like that and i feel like a lot of parents do not even know what those things mean like snvl i think it means sex nudity violence language or stuff like that i think that some parents don't even know what they stand for some parents think that it's just you know for decoration and it's just there for for i don't know but i'm glad that my parents knew better like after that after that time we were definitely not allowed to watch some things so um yeah censoring what your kids should see is definitely a good idea if not (laughs) you don't know what they intend on doing just like when my parents do not know what i intended on doing so yeah I've come to the end of my story, which means that I've come to the end of this episode. So, if you really liked this episode, please share. Tell your friends to listen. I tell stories. I also say educating things. I talk about educating things. I'm cool. Please listen to my podcast. Please share my podcast. Thank you for listening. And sticking to the end. Till the next episode. Bye.